Hello, word nerds. I'm tired. My name is Spencer. Welcome to the dictionary. I'm tired because, well, it's August 24th, 6.59 a.m., and it's already 81 degrees here in Chicago with a high of 101. This is the second day in a row in Chicago that we've had temperatures like this, and Oh, I just did not sleep well last night because it was so hot and we have an air conditioner running, but it was still very, very warm. And just, it's so hard to sleep when it's so warm. I got into the car after work yesterday and I had forgotten to crack the windows and it said it was 107 and I think that it felt closer to 200 degrees. Oh, and today is going to be even worse. It's a high of 101. I'm sure with the heat index, it's going to be insane. Let's not talk about this anymore. Let's talk about the words. The first word in this episode is electrolysis. E-L-E-C-T-R-O-L-Y-S-I-S. Electrolysis. We've been talking about this uh, randomly over the last couple of episodes, so let's talk about the real thing. Noun from 1834. 1A. The producing of chemical changes by passage of an electric current through an electrolyte. I thought electrolyte was something else, but we'll, there's multiple definitions for that one, so we'll get to that in a minute. The producing of chemical changes by passage... So you're sending an electric current through an electrolyte, and it makes chemical changes in whatever thing it is that you're putting the electrical current into. We, do we have other possibilities? Yes, we have 1B, subjection to this action. So the action is electrolysis, and you have, if you are subjecting something or somebody to electrolysis, that is also electrolysis. 2. The destruction of hair roots by an elect, elect Electrologist, what's, how do you say that word again? Electrologist, yes. Using direct current. I guess that would be different than alternating current. I still don't know the differences exactly. One's alternating and one's direct. How it affects the, elect- the electricity and or the thing, I don't know. But this one is very specifically removing, dis- no, not removing, destroying the hair roots so it can't produce hair anymore. Maybe if somebody has got some hair on their face and they don't want it there anymore, they can go through this. They can be subjected to electrolysis to get rid of the hair. It must be kind of painful. I've never gone through this. I don't want to get rid of my hair. I want to add more hair. I, can you? What's the opposite of electrolysis? Can we put hair in all the places that don't have hair? I am starting to get some of those, you know, random little hairs on the side of my ear because I'm old. Okay. Well, uh, the the first one, it's the 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 electric current is going through an electrolyte. What's that? Zoop. Electrolyte, and that's uh, it ends in an L Y T E. This is a noun from 1834. One, a non-metallic electric conductor in which current is carried by the movement of ions. So it's not metal, uh, but it is it is a conductor of electricity. And so the stuff, the electricity goes through it, and it's not metal. And then 
Maybe this is the thing that they put on your face or wherever it is to get rid of the hairs. 2A. A substance that when dissolved in a suitable solvent or when fused becomes an ionic conductor. Some sort of substance called an electrolyte that is either dissolved in a suitable solvent or can be fused then it becomes a conductor for ions, an ionic conductor. It's telling the, the ions what music to play and when. 2b. Any of the ions, as of sodium or calcium, that in biological fluid regulate or affect most metabolic processes as the flow of nutrients into and waste products out of cells. These are the things that I think most of us think about when we hear the word electrolytes. You know, you gotta, when you're working out and you're sweating, you gotta renew your electrolytes with, I don't know, one of those sporty drinks that come in pretty colors and taste so sugary and sweet. Um, so they're ions, like sodium or calcium, calcium, calcium. Um, and that when... When they're put into a biological fluid, I don't know, would that be like your body's fluid, uh, blood, water? Is water considered a biological fluid? Uh, biological fluid regulate or affect most metabolic processes. So the metabolism of your body, these electrolytes are going to, you know, they're going to do stuff with that. They're going to affect it in some way, maybe regulate it. And what are some of those processes? Well, uh, the flows of nutrients into cells, so putting nutrients into cells, that's important, or taking the waste products out of the cells. I'm just re-saying what I read in another way, because maybe it helps people understand it better. That's electrolyte. <laughs> Electrolytic is next, adjective from 1842, of or relating to electrolysis, or an electrolyte as in an electrolytic cell, also produced by or used in electrolysis, as in electrolytic copper. So I guess they could uh, they use copper in electrolysis. Um, I guess it couldn't be an electrolyte because that's the it's it says non-metallic electric conductor, uh, and copper is a metal, so that's not it. But you know, that's used in electrolysis or related to electrolytes in some way. It's electrolytic. It's electrolytic, yeah. Electrolytically, electrolytically is an adverb. How would you do something electrolytically? I don't know. Just fun to say. Zoop. Electrolyze. That is next. And yes, we are still in the, uh, the L-Y-Z-E you know, after electro, L-Y-Z-E. Transitive verb from 1834. To subject to electrolysis. Uh, I'm going to electrolyze you. I'm going to get rid of your hairs or some other thing. Putting an electric current uh, to make some chemical changes. Electrolyze. I think that would be a fun, fun dance number song in a movie electrolyze okay Zzzz. next is electromagnet no more 
No more L's after electro. Now we're in the M's. Electromagnet. Noun from 1831. A core of magnetic material like iron surrounded by a coil of wire through which an electric current is passed to magnetize the core. Let's see. We got iron in the middle of this thing. It's a core of magnetic material. It's magnetic. And then there's a coil of wire around it. I feel like this is similar to those uh, little science experiments we did when we were kids. Um, Coil of wire around it through which an electric current passes to magnetize the core. So you send an electric current through the wire, and then because that metal is in the middle, <laughs> the metal in the middle, uh, then it, it makes that metal core magnetic. Hmm. Uh, so, so it's a noun. It's a thing. The, this whole thing, this whole structure is an electromagnet because it's got magnets and it's got electricity. Uh, that's that one. Um, can you, I guess you can probably create this on your own if you can get some iron and, uh, wire and be able to send an electric current through it. Um, did we do, what were the experiments that we did? Would we do something with a battery? Put a wire around a battery? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Electromagnetic. Adjective from 1821. Ten years before electromagnet, this is of relating to or produced by electromagnetism. And electromagnetically is an adverb. Let's see. Oh, electromagnetism, it's coming up in this episode, but it's a few words down. So we got some other ones to talk about first. Like electromagnetic pulse. Two words. Noun from 1963. It's been a while since we've seen a a word in this area from the 1900s. This is high-intensity electromagnetic radiation generated by a nuclear blast high above the Earth's surface and held to disrupt electronic and electrical systems. Is this a a human-made thing? Is this a thing that happens naturally? High-intensity electromagnetic electromagnetic radiation generated by nuclear blast so i guess if you oh i do need to mention i meant to do this at the beginning of the episode i was listening to a podcast yesterday called the allusionist with an a not an i uh helen zaltzman is the host of that podcast and i'm hoping to get her on this one for the word etymology i so I've sent a couple messages. We'll see if uh, it works. She's kind of a big deal, I think, in uh, in in England. Um, but she had an episode where oh, the, the 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 whole podcast is about uh, words and phrases and etymology and histories, and it's really really fascinating stuff. So I highly recommend it. Um, but she had somebody on who was talking about how in dictionaries there are fake words and definitions. And they do that. And I had heard about this a while ago, but I had forgotten it. They do this because um, for copyright issues, if somebody recreates that very same dictionary or certain words and definitions, and they're not really paying attention, they put one of those fake words in there, then the original company knows when you have uh, reproduced it. So, I don't know... If I have said one of these fake words or not 
in this very specific dictionary. Um, will I be able to... This, this might be a fun test for the coming years. Will I be able to tell if one of these... If I come across one of these fake words, does one of these fake words even exist in here? I assume it does. But um, that'll be an interesting experiment to see if Spencer can come up with the fake word. Um, I think that they're usually semi-obvious... Uh, but, you know, these days, maybe not. I don't know. Um, so, that being said, uh, hopefully I have not uh, missed a fake word. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, but what, what was the point of that? Back to electromagnetic pulse. This is when, if it's true, the, you, you, you make a big nuclear explosion way up in the air, uh, way above the Earth's surface, and then that electromagnetic radiation is going to mess up all of the electricity on earth and uh, this is this is a little bit of a fear of mine uh because not not literally the nuclear blast part of it but something i mean even just a huge blast from the sun one of those like solar ray things uh whatever they're called even one of those could really mess up electricity on earth so uh, that would that would really screw up a lot of our uh, society. So, uh, you know, hopefully they could get things back up and running quickly, but I don't know. Okay. Zvoop. Electromagnetic radiation. Okay, so electromagnetic pulse is the electromagnetic radiation that's generated. What is it? Noun from 1902. Energy in the form of electromagnetic waves. Also, a series of electromagnetic waves. So energy in the form of electromagnetic waves or a whole bunch of electromagnetic waves is electromagnetic radiation. And uh, yeah, it's still a little confused. Like, what is electromagnetic? It is, is it electricity? Is it magnetism? Is it both? How is it used? What is it? I don't know. It's a little... A little uh, higher concept for my brain but when we get to electromagnetism maybe we'll be able to figure out more of it and i'm gonna have to put a link in the show notes for i think electromagnetism at least so you can learn more about it because it sounds fascinating electromagnetic spectrum is next two words noun from circa 1934 this is the entire range of wavelengths or frequencies of electromagnetic radiation extending from gamma rays to the longest radio waves and including visible light. Okay, so this, this is getting into the whole topic of, of just waves and energy and what are they and who are they and when are they, where are they, why are they? So... Visible light, I'm going to assume it's kind of in the middle of this system. And so that visible light is electromagnetic? Uh, ooh, man, this is this is fascinating. Um, so, you know, you've got visible light. And then if you go to one side, um, you know, we've got, the, we've got the rainbow. Roy G. Biv, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. On the violet side, if you keep on going that way, which I think are the, I always mix up, are they the bigger wavelengths or the smaller wavelengths? You go into the ultraviolet, uh, that, you know, UV, 
Uh, and then if you go on the other side of red, uh, you've got uh, infrared. Uh, so those are, again, either either bigger wavelengths or smaller. I can't remember. But then if you keep on going in both of those directions, uh, you're going to get to, what, gamma rays eventually? Probably X-rays are in there somewhere. Um, uh, and then, ooh, yeah, we're going to get... We're going to learn a little bit more soon. Uh, radio waves are somewhere in there too. So all of the all of the waves and the energy and stuff floating through the air is the the electromagnetic spectrum, the entire spectrum of all this stuff. Whew. Electromagnetic unit is next. Noun from 1855. Any of a system of electrical units based primarily on the magnetic properties of electrical currents. It's just one, any of a system of electrical units. I don't know. It's just one of them, a unit, one unit. I got nothing for that. Electromagnetic wave. Two words, noun from 1906. One of the waves that are propagated by simultaneous periodic variations of electric and magnetic field intensity and that include radio waves, infrared, visible light, ultraviolet, x-rays, and gamma rays. So just one of those waves at whatever frequency it's at is an electromagnetic wave because it's, uh, it's like sound. It's, it's a vibration, and so it goes up and it goes down, and it's, it's, you know, it's, how do you explain it? It's, you know, in sound, the higher pitched has a, there's more waves per second. There's more, there's more vibrations happening, which makes it higher. A lower frequency uh, has less vibrations. So it's the same thing with all of these other uh, radio waves, infrared, visible light, ultraviolet, x-rays, and gamma rays. They're all waves. They're all vibrating, which is fascinating. Um, they're all vibrating at different uh, uh, vibrations, uh, intensities, speeds. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Here we go with electromagnetism. One word. Noun from 1828. One magnetism developed by a current of electricity man i just don't i don't know understand i don't understand how this stuff works i guess you put electricity into a thing and it creates makes something magnetic but it's got to be metal probably can you magnetize your fingernails i don't know number two a Ooh, this is a big one a fundamental physical force that is responsible for interactions between charged particles which occur because of their charge and for the emission and absorption of photons that is about a hundredth the strength of the strong force and that extends over infinite distances but is dominant over atomic and molecular distances. It is called also electromagnetic force and it says compared to, now we've got three things that we're comparing it to and these wouldn't really be synonyms or antonyms they're just sort of similar and kind of in the same world uh, we've got the 3a2 definition for the word gravity strong force and weak force 
I did learn about this. I took a class on Einstein uh, and then another class after that about just like the universe. And this is where I learned some of this stuff. And so what they say, there are the, these, these four main forces out in the universe that are constantly affecting things. And I'm not going to do a good job at describing them. And I'm not going to try. But electromagnetic force, electromagnetism is one of them. Gravity is another one. Strong force and weak force. Uh, so there, those are the things that like we're constantly being affected by. You know, gravity. You're on planet Earth. Uh, gravity is holding you down to the ground. Um, you think it's strong, but I think it's one of the weaker ones of the four because you know you can you can pick something up. You know, it's pretty easy to do that. Um, a magnet, a magnet on a fridge is going to. Uh, hold the thing on a fridge it's gonna the magnetism is gonna hold the magnet on the fridge or whatever thing it is that's completely taking gravity out of the equation i mean it's like nah gravity you're not you're not so strong i can hold this thing up on a piece of metal so it's i guess stronger than uh, gravity probably it says it's about a hundredth the strength of the strong force so the strong force is a hundred times stronger than electromagnetism did it say anything about the weak force? I'm assuming the weak force is weaker than the strong force. It only makes sense. Um, extends over infinite distances, but it's dominant over atomic and molecular distances. So very, very tiny distances, atomic and molecular distances. This this far away, if you can see Patreon. Um, in those distances, it is dominant. It's stronger, I guess, than the strong force. Maybe? Hmm. Yeah, it's time for a link in the show notes. 2B. A branch of physical science that deals with the physical relations between electricity and magnetism. I think I think there's more to this than any like we'll ever realize. Uh the the average person like me knows very little or nothing about electricity and magnetism, but they're constantly they're constantly working together and battling it out or something and affecting our bodies and I don't even know. I don't know nothing about you, electromagnetism. Okay, we got one more word. Zvoop. Electromechanical. One word. Yep, it's just the word mechanical after the prefix electro. Adjective from 1888 of relating to or being a mechanical process or device actuated or controlled electrically especially being a trans <laughs> being a transducer for converting electrical energy to mechanical energy electromechanically is an adverb a, tra a transducer for converting electrical energy to mechanical energy so it's a thing uh, that's going to take the electrical pulses, whatever that is, uh, and then put it into some sort of mechanical thing and make the machines run. Uh, that makes sense to me. Why not? Why not? Sure. Uh, okay, I need to pick a word of the episode. We had electrolysis, electrolyte, electrolytic, electrolyze, electromagnet, electromagnetic, electromagnetic pulse electromagnetic 
radiation, electromagnetic spectrum, electromagnetic unit, electromagnetic wave, electromagnetism, and electromechanical. You know, I feel like electromagnetism is probably a good one to pick. Is there another fun one that we want? Let's pick electromagnetism as the word of the episode because it's just a very uh, big, a big topic, a big thing. People, people don't even realize. I don't realize. Electromagnetism, electromagnetism, electromagnetism is stronger than gravity. Electromagnetism is not as strong as the strong force. <laughs> are all my songs the same? Can somebody put them together? See how similar they are? Electromagnetism. Okay, let's talk about a movie that I watched. Um, ooh, doo -doo, ooh, Gaslight. Well, by the time that uh, this... So this is the second time I watched Gaslight. This is when my friend Jonah and I watched it. Uh, and if you have not already seen, uh, in this feed, so many weeks ago, I posted uh, the audio of basically Jonah and my uh, own commentary of this movie. Because when I watched it the first time, I had all these thoughts and, you know, wanted to just chat about it. So Jonah and I got together right in this very office and we watched the movie and we talked about it. And the video is up on YouTube and I will put the link in the show notes for the video if you want to watch it you you have to you have to bring up the movie on one device or one screen and then our video on another one and you can but you should have seen gaslight the first time this is the 1944 version the american version um helps if you've seen it first and then you can hear us talk about it and kind of make fun of it and make some jokes but also you know talk about it kind of seriously the cinematography that sort of stuff it was fun and i like to do more of those things that's the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening and possibly watching. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. Hello, my name is Michael Hunter. My buddy, David Spencer, and I have a new podcast all about one of our favorite internet sites growing up, HomestarRunner.com. You know, the guys that did... Looks like we're gonna have to jump! Say come on, say come on. We're going through every Flash cartoon on the site in release order. I've seen all of them, David has seen most of them, and David's wife Alexa pops in and watches them for the first time, just for the show. Come on, Fahooglapods, a Homestar Runner podcast, available wherever podcasts are sold, and at pipedreampodcast.com.